Well, hello there, you fantasy dudes, fantasy dudes and dudettes. Uh, that's right. The sexy voice you hear is not Byron's this week. Uh, it is I making my return to the pod. Um, Dave here with Drew. Drew, how are you? I'm doing well. I don't think we were missed. We had a, a sneak attack, a sneak recording of a pod last week without our consent. And we just kicked off the pod. Apparently, we we're no we we're no good anymore. Yeah. Um and uh and the pod was probably the most popular it's ever been because it had probably the highest character it's ever had um, yeah. of human being. As as Zach let us all know, he is fine. He's rooting for everybody, I think, except you and me. Um, yes. Yeah, I think the title of this is the Zach Smith Appreciation Podcast. This is the Zach Smith you Appreciation. Know, let's try to win that love back. We gotta, we gotta win it back. Um, and uh, I think we have trade with you. We have some content that, um, that that should, you know, paint him in a good light. Um, and and so that will be on the pot. But we're gonna start right this week with a look back uh, at the week that was um going back to week eight it was a fun week um a lot of uh a lot of good games um some not so good games some really ridiculously not so good games but a lot of really good games so uh why don't you start us off um yes you know. we'll start with with your matchup against fancy footwork against zach and jake um where darnstown Jerusalem you scored the most points in our league last week uh winning 164 to 102 um I think you've got to be kind of excited up and down for Darnestown Drush. Um, two running backs getting in the end zone twice each, and then uh, Dalton Kincaid all of a sudden, you know, possibly top five wide, uh, tight end in the league, um, you know, definitely looked the part. Um, you, you and I were hanging out on Sunday and joking, you know, you're a Dallas fan. Of course, C.D. Lamb would have his biggest game of the year against you. Uh, but outside of that, not much to show for for fancy footwork and Ultimately, as we we see in the group text, um, leading to a, uh, you know, after a two and six start, fancy footwork, throwing in the towel on the year, looking to to acquire future assets. And we'll talk um, more about that in, in, yes. in a bit here. Um, and, and the person I caught right in, in, on Monday night with a, a great game from my kicker in defense, 29 points from a kicker in defense um, to put me uh, a 10 points over Joe's Primo team, who has been impressive for some time uh, this season and one of the top three, I think, scoring uh, teams in, in our league right now, um, putting uh, a whooping on Philly Citywide in a big divisional matchup, right? These are the two leaders in that division, 154 to 112. It wasn't like Philly Citywide didn't put up a decent week. 112 is enough to win against a lot of teams, um, but 154 um, from Joe's Primo team. We had a conversation earlier in the season that we're going to see scoring, you know, come back down to earth or not, and yada, yada. And I think I was, like, wrong to assert. Like, I was definitely just wrong right now, it seems, right now. I haven't, like, completely tracked it to last year, but we keep seeing scores in the 130s every week by by at least four or so teams, um, a lot like we've seen in the past. Yeah, six touchdowns for Joe's Primo team outside of the quarterbacks. So tough to duplicate, but, you know, Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know, any week is good to get into the end zone. Um, another, well, obviously week eight was a division matchup week. Uh, a close one here, the Monocacy Street meet edging out Arlington Darlings 105 to 90, uh, a lower scoring matchup here this week. Uh, for street meet, back to four and four, feeling very much in it. Um, 
you know, it looks like Travis Kelsey, not as big this week, but has turned it up. And, and Jalen Hurts, four passing touchdowns, uh, kind of going back to, to some of the big weeks we saw last year. Uh, for Arlington Darlings, I think a little bit or, or maybe a lot of bit of a concern. Um, Miles Sanders, you know, all but benched in, in the game. Um, and then, uh, you know, this team is very shallow on depth. I think our average uh, roster size in this league is 28. And that is because Arlington Darlings has 18. <laughs> so uh, spending a lot of money on that starting lineup and, and starting to see some some cracks in the armor. Uh, Arlington Darlings still five and three. We'll, we'll talk about the, the cluster of teams there a little later um, in that one. You were muted. And, and the next game, <laughs> yeah, and, and the game of the week, um, really, um, and, and I was refreshing my memory on exactly how it went down, um, was was your game. And I remember texting you uh, probably way past your bedtime on Sunday night being like, congrats. And I, I said congrats when you had inched ahead um, and, and you held on to it um, with uh, a Sunday night. I think it was your kicker um, who really put you over the top. And, and then Roshan Johnson, actually, who, who caught a pass um there uh at the end uh, right and you needed all 20.6 of those points on Sunday night to get you uh not even two points clear of uh of of jacking off and and that was the game that put the nail in his coffin right and he said you know I'm throwing in the towel after this game and, and it wasn't like he had a bad week 134 points barely losing to you um a nail biter of a game and uh and uh a, a big win for 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 you to to and start you started off what four five and oh and going to six and two instead of five and three is a big win yeah um you know moving to just three and oh in the division feels good and uh yeah hell of a game between cj and i uh, a lot of fun there right right to the end uh frederick scrubs defeated the home run hitters 129 to 92 um you know i think this is some of the some of the Frederick scrubs we thought we'd see, um, except not much to show from their running backs. So a dangerous team, again, not getting production from their running backs this week. Kenneth Walker and Isaiah Pacheco combining for only 13 points um, just kind of shows or put its back in perspective, I guess, how scary this team could be when, when they're clicking on all cylinders running back wise uh, for the home run hitters. Um, you know, un unfortunate, not uh, not too much to show outside of of Joe Mixon and and maybe Derrick Henry, uh, kind of down the board, and um, you know another week for Clay in that 80, 90 point range, and and unfortunately on the the wrong end of it this week. Yeah, no, no, um, uh, definitely. And then uh, in the game following that, the the team kind of keeping pace with the league. Um, didn't have the biggest week, right? But he didn't need it uh, against uh, the ground and pound this week, and. And really, um, I think it's really more a story of, of Tim's team when when his his big stars don't put up 20 points each, he's going to have a hard time um, winning. And and Cooper Cup, you know, having four catches for 21 yards, I think you're starting to get to that point where you're like, you know, is there cause for concern uh, with Cup? It's the first time I think he's been um, under uh 30 yards back to back. This is the lowest point total of back to back weeks in a long time um, since, since like 2019. So, um Got to be a little bit concerned with that, like looking towards next season. Obviously, he's already looking towards next season, but um, hopefully Cooper Cup turns it around. 
Yeah, and that was the Puxatani Pensive Parakeets winning that one, 110 to 79. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, three turnovers, his 5.6 fantasy points, probably the lowest he's going to have this year. Evans still escapes with a win. Um, just a fun thing to note, Rashid Shahid, someone we we ragged on Evan as part of that, uh, you know, six bench players for a first trade, three catches, 153 yards and a touchdown. Don't know that you can count on that every week, but uh, hey, you started him at the right time. Next one, Manny Unk loose cannons moves to five and three with a hundred point win over the Ims with cartographers. <laughs> Byron really tanking hard here. Uh, you know, Matt Breida probably getting a lecture this week for uh, getting two points. Um, and then the final matchup here, um, not an exciting one, but but definitely a a, a big win. Uh, Breezewood Nuts uh, beating Lewisburg Luchadors 87 to 72. Um, this one actually within a point going into Monday night. Uh, Jared Goff going up against Devontae Adams. Jared Goff, you know, only putting up 12 fantasy points, but we all saw what happened. Uh, I think three separate touchdowns Jimmy Garoppolo overthrew or missed through to Devontae Adams, um, all three of which he, you know, very easily could have caught and ran those in. So, um, you know, 12 wow. point or 15 point loss, but really it was one play and kind of three times. Really, uh, you know, heartbreaking for me. I mean, that was Jimmy Garoppolo. I really needed him this week. And we'll talk more about that. And uh, as, uh, you know, many of loose cannons said, you know, he, he spent $9 on Aiden O'Connell for a reason. Um, and, and it's pain. <laughs> Paying dividends yeah. and Devonte Adams is pretty happy about it, and hopefully for for Justin's team that will mean dividends in the future. Yeah, well, Justin's team, and I know he he threw this out there in the chat, but three and zero, then made a big trade for Devonte Adams. Zero and five since Adams joined the Luchadors. Rough. Um, speaking of trades, hey, speaking of trades, we had a trade this week. Why don't you uh, let us know what it was, and and I'll try to break it down a little. Yeah, no. Um, and and uh, I'll let you stick to the breakdown. You know my take on it. I gave it to you before we we jumped on here. Um, but I traded uh, Philly City Wise first round pick Marvin Mims, um, the Raiders backup quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, um, and uh, you know I think I cut some other players um, as well uh, to make the salary work, um, uh, including Donald Parham and some others. Uh, for DK Metcalf um, and, and DK Metcalf on a $40 RFA contract. Yeah. So I, I think for your team, right. With, without Metcalf, you're, you're talking about starting uh, either Kadarius, Tony or Zay Jones this week, Brandon, Ayuk on by uh, Christian Watson hasn't really panned out how, how you hoped coming into the year. Um, so what this means is you're probably, you know, Deontay Johnson, DK Metcalf, Brandon Ayuk, when the team is healthy, um, a much scarier, you know, wide receiver core than you have right now. Um, I think this is also, and I, I know it is, this is admitting uh, maybe an offseason mistake, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm. You traded AJ Brown for a first round pick. Um, you traded that same first and your early second and some other pieces, um, you know, for DK Metcalf. I, I think you'd rather have AJ Brown than DK. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it in that perspective, big loss coming over your way for the darn Stam Um, 
Um, I think this trade in itself in a vacuum, you know, this is definitely a win now move for Darnstown Drews. You, you had two firsts going into next year. So, um, or three firsts going into next year. So, so moving on from one of those, I think is fine uh, for fancy footwork. Yeah. They, they need to collect assets. I think they now have four first round picks in next year's draft. Um, so they're pulling the, uh, the LaFleur just a year earlier. Um, so I, I think this will help them rebuild next year. Um, you know, it's a supposed to be a talented draft, at least up front. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense for both teams. I think again, full circle, you, you overpaid, uh, between what you got for, for AJ Brown this off season. Yeah. Um, but I it think it was, you know, uh, to, to put more color on, I mean, it was completely admitting fault with that trade. Um, it was something that I just had to do, right. It was like, okay, what am I willing to give up? Um, I was, I was talking to other teams and everyone who had a wide receiver that was, was driving a really hard bargain. Some of them, I think a little bit, uh, too hard. And this was still, uh, I think he, he got kind of an overpay for, for what DK Metcalf has been this season. Uh, not maybe, maybe what he can be, I think is also part of what I'm paying for playing for he did see a real big uptick in targets last week we're hopeful that that means uh better days to come and we know his talent right but i gave up the pcw first which i got from the aj brown trade and i gave up the late second uh what what it turned into which was marvin mims um that was what i ended up having to throw in i tried to do it for first straight up you wanted more i was like you can take marvin mims he's a stashable player who i think has future value and um and he's cheap so you can not paying for much to see um see if that's true so so yes absolutely admitting an error um and making philly citywide you know being the first person to help make philly citywide the monster that he's become uh me and byron teamed up to to do that and uh now i have to kind of deal with the team that i have in the one hole was christian watson um not being who i thought he was going to be um and, and so hopefully this this makes amends there yeah well said well let's uh let's let's move on to our next segment um and um that's going to be i think kind of building off of last week's podcast which i totally listened to um and 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 i believe that they did a little segment on on contenders versus pretenders and and um and we're going to build off of that a little bit aren't we dave yeah i i think um if you look at our standings right now we have we have three teams six and two or better um we have Six teams, three and five or worse, which means we have seven teams, five and three or four and four, kind of in that cluster there fighting for for probably four playoff spots, meaning, you know, half, half of those teams are not going to make it, um, one of which, you know, will will win their division. Um, but I think we we go through and, and you know, just kind of yay or nay. Do you think this team is is going to make the playoffs? Um, and we'll run down the list in, in order of, uh, I guess, how the tiebreakers would be if the season ended today. Uh, obviously, we'll talk more on that as we get toward the end of the year. But Arlington Darling sitting at five and three. Um, you know, like I said earlier, this team uh, has a shallow bench. We're entering the heart of bye weeks, uh, dealing with some injuries. Do you think Arlington Darlings uh, is going to be in the playoff at the end of the year? You know, I have doubts. Um, I am, um, um, you know, I wouldn't have, but I wouldn't have pulled the trigger on the trade I did today if I didn't think that they were going to, you know, be one of the teams I could catch. Um, and I think you you highlighted it before. It's the depth. 
right? And and this week's going to be a test of that. Now, now, granted, he's going up against a team that is also going to have to test some of their depth, and 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 he's already gotten an, a Najee Harris touchdown I see, so that's a big help. That's that's a rarity this year. Um, but I think both the disappointment at running back that he's faced, right, with Najee and Miles Sanders mostly being disappointments this year, and then facing that depth uh, right now is going to be tough for him to overcome. Um, I think it's a really good team. I wouldn't be surprised if he made it, um, but I think that's going to come back and, and and be the the Achilles heel that that hurts him. What about you? Yeah, and I I, I think he's going to be on the outside looking in, and, and part of that reason, and I'm going to move to the next team here, is that this week they face the Manny Uncle's Cannons. Uh, Manny Unkloos Cannons also five and three started zero and three if you remember have have rattled off five straight, um, gaining Will Levis at quarterback this week. Um, this team has allowed the least fantasy points in our league. Now it it helps they they faced Byron already, but they've allowed the least points and and that is kind of luck based, right? So I ask you the same question, Manny Unkloos Cannons five and three. Do you think they find themselves in the postseason this year? Um, I, I I think I I think they do. Um, right, and I think that Will Levis really helps. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is is starting to look that look look the part, right? And then you have Aiden O'Connell. They have things that they could move as well to to, to bolster this team. Um, um, even so, so so I don't think that they're we're done hearing from them. Um, and then look, I mean, like it does help when you go up against, uh, you know, a team like the, the Arlington Darlings this week. And um, look, he could have put in, I think, you know, I don't think Burks is out today. Could have put in Burks for, for Christian Kirk and he he doesn't. And that could be a few points that uh, right on his bench and, and things like that, I think will will help him. Uh, and, and look, he's he's facing a lot of buys this week. Um, Luz Cannons and his, t- his team still looks competent, right? Moss, Barkley, Olave, and Jigba, Pakua. That's not anything to scoff at I think he can pull out a win and, and set himself up really well if he wins this week yeah and it, you know you also have to look at remaining schedules so after the darlings they play citywide going to be a tough matchup then they play Jagannoff, who's announced they're they're playing for the future Imesville cartographers who's announced they're playing for the future Lewisburg luchadors who's lost five straight yep. and then they finish with the breezewood nuts so so this is a team I think whether they want to or not uh is squarely going to be uh, making the playoffs here, even if their, uh, you know, their point total isn't what other teams are. Oh, who are we looking uh, at next? The next team we're looking at is Joe's Primo team, five and three. Uh, they've put up the second most points in our league. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall, solid running backs. Uh, but recently, Anthony Richardson, as we know, placed on IR, hit the injury bug uh, for this team. Do you think they have enough to to make the playoffs? I do. Um, this team scares me. It scared me all all season long. Um, and and fundamentally, I do because I just think they have um the star power at the top, right? Um, between Christian McCaffrey, um, Brees Hall, and uh, and Tua, I think it's going to be a lot to overcome. And, and there's a reason they've scored this much. It's it's going to be tight, right? I think um, there's a few games down the stretch that are going to be really indicative from uh from our division, um, and how that. Philly citywide and how the Darnstown games pan, pan out are, are going to be big. I think they have to, to beat Philly citywide to make it in my view, obviously. Um, but I think that they're going to be right there and they put up a lot of points for a reason. So. Yeah. Again, rattling off their remaining schedule here, Frederick scrubs this week, breezewood nuts, uh, second oh. place in our league, pensive parakeets, the current leader in our league, Philly citywide, another five and three team <laughs> fancy footwork in week 13 
and then you drew in week 14. Yeah, um, that... Once again, a win or go home <laughs> at the end of the year. Um, I think yeah. despite scoring the second most points in the league, I think this is a team that uh, might uh, might not make it just based on that schedule. Um, they could finish the league the second most points and, and be on the outside looking in, which would be just Alex's luck as we've seen in the past. Um, the next team there I mentioned, but Philly citywide, also at five and three. Um, I think this team has an easier path to the playoffs. Yeah. Again, home run hitters this week. Manny Uncle's can is next. They have Virginia ground and pound and fancy footwork on the schedule as well. Um, I, I think this is a team, again, we've seen, you know, between A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Lamar Jackson. I mean, we've seen this team has three, four different players who could put up 30-plus points each week. Um, and I think we'll we'll see that in these next couple of weeks and uh, help propel them to the playoffs. You know, I think you might have just convinced me after I didn't realize the, the gauntlet that Joe's Primo team has to run through <laughs> before they face me. Um, and uh, and yeah, no, Phillies, all these teams are tough, right? Um, and and I think uh, you, you make a compelling case that Philly Citywide's next few weeks are 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 much more manageable. Um, and they and they just have a deep team. Yeah, um, the next team, the Frederick Scrubs, uh, a lot of people's favorites going into the year, um, but maybe rounding out the form at the at the right time here. They've scored over 128 points three weeks in a row. Um, obviously, Jordan Addison emerging as just another weapon on this team. We know they have a lot of running backs. They just have to figure out which one to start each week. Um, but this is a team when their opponents score over 110 points, um, he is one in three. So this is a team winning on low opponent scoring games. Um, still has, uh, let's see, Joe's Primo team, Street Meet, Drush, uh, the next three weeks. Um, and then finishes the year with the Puxatani Pensive Parakeet. So so this is another one, you know, despite the recent turnaround and, and rattling off three straight Um you know, I'm a little worried for the scrubs, a lot more worried than I was, you know, a couple weeks ago. And then this is, I think, one of the, the, the game I think that should be circled on, on their calendar. My calendar for sure is is us, our game, right? That's, a, that's a, a huge game with a lot of implications. And the, you know, the Kirk Cousins injury could be huge, right? Because before the Kirk Cousins uh, injury, you look at Jordan Addison, he's really just stepping into what could be a, a monstrous role for, for him. And that um, Justin Jefferson injury could be paying a lot of dividends uh, for Addison. I think you worry with, with, with whoever they're going to try out their quarterback um, where that goes. Um, so I think that's a the big implications there. Um, and I agree with you. Um, I think this team might be a, a surprise miss um, um, and, and, and a lot to worry about. I'm not ready to, to write them off by any means. Um, I think that they have the most depth and, and, and some of the most best top end talent, but, um, but a lot of their, a lot of bad luck um, has befallen this team. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk quickly about the two four and four teams. Um, next one is you, the Darnstown Drush at four and four. Obviously, coming off a week where you scored the most points in our league. Um, in fact, it was your second week over 155 points this year. Uh, yet you've had what three weeks under 85 points this year. So, um, you know, sitting at four and four. Um, me well, yeah, you have Imesville cartographers on the schedule, so. Um, and fancy footwork who, you know, in your division announced that they're tanking. Um, but outside of that, you know, 
four tough other matchups in these last six weeks. Um, like I said, I think you could very easily be staring at Joe's primo team as, um, you know, an elimination game and, and maybe needing help going into that last week. Um, I think you're going to have a tough time, but as we saw last week and, and making the move for DK, uh, I think this team can put up those points and, and you'll be, you'll be right there. Um, yeah. I'm going to have you on the outside just because of who the last team is. And uh, I can only, only have seven in the playoffs. Yeah, no, um, I think that uh, objectively speaking makes makes a lot of sense. I do think, you know, I might get a little bit of luck this week, right? Um, and, and still waiting. Has Stafford uh, been uh, been ruled anything yet? Because um, I know he didn't participate in practice yesterday. I think that's a big a big question mark is there, right? Yeah, I, um, I, you know, they don't get much tougher than Stafford, but no. torn ligament in his thumb, I'm guessing he misses one yeah. game. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing that as well, and that's a, I think that's a big piece to this right just part of why i made the dk my capture it because i knew this week i need to make a move to win this game right um this is the the big one i'll feel much better about my odds if i can win this game um get to five and four have those two gimmies to get to to kind of seven and four in my head um and then try to win you know as many as i need um but if i can win this game a big one it's, it's no done deal even with stafford out i have a lot of buys this week that are hurting me so um, but this is my buy again week get past this i think my team gets a lot scarier and so like yeah i have tough games but i also have devon achan austin eckler right joe burrow um brock purdy back um brandon you gone without a buy travis Etienne every game for the rest of the season so it gets a lot better for me if uh if that but anyway enough about me let's talk about the last team Ooh, and I probably should, should have looked at bye weeks before I declare that they're going to make it because uh, Monocacy Street meet at four and four facing the Puxatawney Pensive Parakeets this week with anyone outside of their QBs on bye. Um, yeah, not ideal for Tyler, uh, a team that's won three straight in, in pretty handedly fashion. Um, you know, putting up uh, 154 points two weeks ago, um, beating Arlington Darlings and and uh, the Luchadors the, the weeks prior to yeah. that. Uh, a team kind of rounding into form, getting lucky with with some RB help, possibly lucky with some extra QBs. Uh, and yet I'm looking at this going, maybe it's going to be a little harder than I thought. So this is probably a seven and seven best case, maybe more than likely six, eight, unfortunately. Um, too little, too late, and and on the outside looking in as well. Yeah, I mean, next week for them, Jalen Hurts and Travis Kelsey, I believe, right? Um, I, I, it's possible. Don't get me wrong; it's possible to win games without him. Depend. I don't even know who they play next week. Um, but Frederick uh, Scrubs. But that's mm, that. That doesn't seem <laughs> like a win. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's you know, I don't get me wrong. Even at four and four, he was the first team I reached out to to try to trade for a wide receiver. Um, and he was, he's all, obviously he has no impetus to, to tank, but I, I tried, tried to give him one. Um, and uh, he's, 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 he has to fight and scrap and claw for every um, thing he can get here. But I do think with those buys, that's where I feel a little bit more confident, especially once HN comes back is I feel like I can get through buys and still have a competent team out there that can, give me a win and, and lock me into a win when someone else has a bad week. And uh, I've had the other end of that stick where I've, you know, had my bad weeks. All right. And, and before we go into this week's matchups, I'm, I'm getting a, a report in my ear from our producer um, that there was in fact another trade 
I just figured it was a fake trade because Imesville Cartographers <laughs> was involved. But Puxatani Pensive Parakeets sent Darren Waller to uh, Imesville Cartographers for Taysom Hill. Um, I don't know. I guess as long as Taysom Hill is tight and eligible, why not? <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll start a petition that he should be a running back and, and this will really bite Evan. But yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I, I was joking with you that one of the reasons I beat CJ this week is because of Taysom Hill taking running back touchdowns away from Alvin Kamara. So yeah, as long as he's going to rush the ball, I, I think just like any other tight end, he's, you know, kind of TD dependent, but um, you know, we've seen some big weeks from Taysom Hill and, Hey, they like to pull the quarterback out of the game and use him. Any, anything to add there? No, no. I mean, I think it makes sense from from Byron's perspective too. It's like, okay, Taysom's a gimmicky guy, but maybe, maybe um, Waller has some value down the line in, in future years as a tight end that you can just rely on if if New York ever figures out an offense. So, so you yeah. know, um. Again, not not much to add, but let's get into the let's get into next week's games. I think that's where the All excitement right. is. Uh, we're going to start with the aforementioned Imesville Cartographers facing Vienna Rams are the best this week. Uh, I think this is a 100 point line. Um, I expect Byron's biggest week yet in a losing effort. Anything to add there? No, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Virginia Ground and Pound, uh, whose new logo is a tank, facing Fancy Footwork, whose new logo is also a tank uh in a battle takeoff in a battle of who wants to lose this uh do you think do you think someone comes out of head what like is the biggest winner the loser here i I don't yeah i think the the biggest uh winner is the loser here um and i guess i'll go with the guy who's you know start the starting two quarterbacks and heineke and and stroud so that's who i think wins but I think uh, I agree. I think fancy footwork will pull it off because I think uh, Virginia ground and pound will start no one this week. Um, kind of go full tank like they did last Except year. Except for, I guess, Bijan. He's got to keep Bijan in there. I think he's just thinking he's not yeah. allowed to bench Bijan. Okay. <laughs> All right. In a battle of three and five teams, uh, one of them already signing off. The Jagannath faced the Lewisburg, Lewisburg Luchadors. Um, you know, we've got got uh justin trying this week obviously jagging off losing kurt cousins for the season but sliding jaron hall in there despite saying they want to tank uh the rt site gives them an 80 percent chance to win do you agree no right now i do um i think you know pittsburgh's office we're seeing it with pickett and pickens right now not doing too much already and that's already in the second quarter um and Devonte adams taking a hit right and you know Jagadoff says he's tanking, but let me, let me tell you, he's he's driving a hard bargain for some of those pieces, and uh, and uh, you know, I think he's he's got you know, like they could score 134 points last week, so I think he wins. Yeah, I I do as well. Unfortunately, we we also were recording this at 9:30 on Thursday, so we have the power to know that Pickett and Pickens combined have two points up to this point. So, um, you know, not a good start there uh, in Pittsburgh for the Luchadors. Um, next matchup, we're going to go the home run hitters facing Philly citywide home run hitters, three and five Philly citywide five and three. Uh, the site gives Philly citywide a 63% chance to move to six and three. Do you think they get it done this week? I think they do. You know, 
um, uh, you know, obviously very hard that they don't. Um, but you know, I think when you're starting two Titans play running backs, um, it's it's hard pressed. One of them is going to get you some points, but the other one's going to be hard pressed. So, so yeah, and and beyond that, I think Citywide has the depth to to overcome uh, missing some players here and there. So, I think they're in a good spot. This is actually a good week where they have most of their players going. So, yeah, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, you always have to worry home run hitters. They they. I feel like they've had this player the entire time we've had this league, but Tyler yeah. Lockett, every year he puts up some random 40-point game going against Baltimore this week. Don't, don't you just feel like it's going to be? I hope so. I'm going to pray for it. I'm Derek Henry is going to go off on Thursday night. Tyler Lockett, 40 hey, points. I've already started to. He's already at 11 <laughs> points. Let's just 30-point game. Henry, let's, let's, let's do it. But um, but I think they might need that to keep this one close against against citywide. Um, next, we're going to look at your matchup, uh, the six and two Breezewood Nuts facing the four and four Darnstown Droosh. What do you um, think? You know, I think we kind of we kind of stumbled upon this earlier, but this might be must win for Darnstown Droosh. Kind of looking what uh, what everyone else in the playoff hunt has in the remainder of the year. Um, I, I, you know, I think Joe Burrow against Buffalo, you have a large point total there. I think QB wise, Joe Burrow has kind of fixed what was going on early. You know, Deontay Johnson seems like a guy who's, I see you shaking your hand. He must've just caught a pass. Um, oh, there you go. The site's updating live. Yeah. A guy who's just going to have 80 yards every week. Right. And not find the end zone that, that seems like Deontay Johnson. Um, on the other side, it's, you know, bye weeks and, and the little unluckiness for Breezewood nuts. Does Matthew Stafford start this week? Um, if not, where do they go? Probably PJ Walker, but PJ Walker going against Arizona. So, um, you know, probably if there's ever a week you want to start PJ Walker, it's this week. Uh, and just this team, I feel like has been surprisingly just scoring a lot of points, uh, Breezewood nuts, the, you know, the highest points scorer in our league, I think this matchup comes Tyreek Hill going up against his former team in Germany this week. Do we see another 30 plus point week from Tyreek Hill? Uh, and then on your side, you know, obviously you're excited Austin Eckler, but you have to start Antonio Gibson this week. You're probably not thrilled about that. Um, but bringing in DK and, and maybe going, dare I say, two tight ends this week. Um that all being said, I think Stafford. They're two good does. tight ends, though. They're two good yeah. tight ends. Um, I think Stafford does play. I think he still puts up like 15 fantasy points. Um, but I'm gonna go Darnstown Jerush in in the upset here. Yeah, you know, I think uh, yeah, a lot of it's gonna come down to that uh, Buffalo Cincinnati game and Burrow and Kincaid. Can they give me a lot of points? Um, and then I think I have a uh, obviously I have Austin Eckler on Monday night too. Right. I like having all those guys back in. I'm going to be down a lot going into Sunday night, um, but uh, maybe I can pull it out. I don't know. I don't really, you know, this is it's a coin flip, but I obviously I wouldn't have pulled the DK Metcalf trigger if I didn't think I was going to be able to win this week. So let's sit out Matt Stafford. Let's uh, let's see some PJ Walker in there. And uh, yeah. All right. Another four and four team desperate need of a win. The Monocacy Street meet draw. The Puxatawney Pensive Parakeet, seven and one, leading our league. Um, no real bye weeks for the Parakeets this week. 
Uh, Monocacy Street meet again in must-win mode. Do you think they can pull off the upset this week against our league leaders? I I don't. Um, I mean, I just see Mahomes, Mostert, and his big last kind of, you know, huge week. It's really those wide receivers that hurt him. But then you have, you know, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown out for Monocacy Street meet, so it's hard for you to take advantage of that. Um and so, so no, I think the the top heaviness of of Mahomes, Mostert, Pollard, and Hopkins, um, will will get him across the finish line. You're gonna need a huge week. Don't get me wrong, possible. You need a huge week from Hertz. You need a huge week from Kelsey and uh, Minshew giving you something. But I, I think uh, Penta Parakeets wins. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, three touchdowns last week on the Parakeets bench. Uh, looks like he slid him in the lineup this week already. Seven fantasy points. Not even halftime yet there. So. Um, should be a boost there. And and like you said, you didn't even mention Jake Bobo. Did not uh, mention Bobo. Um, Got to mention uh, Jake Bobo. Rashad Bateman, who is yet to eclipse three receptions in a game this year. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a tough one for Street Meat. I've got the Parakeets moving to eight and one. All right. Two matchups left. We're going to call these the separation games. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of these featuring five and three teams on either side. We'll start in Arlington, where the Manny Unk loose cannons travel to face the Darlings, both five and three. Um, you know, we talked about Arlington Darlings having a shallow bench, not making out the buy switches before Thursday night's game. Uh, do you think they get it done, or do you think the now Will Levis led Manny Unk loose cannons can move and make it six wins in a row? Um, I, I said it before, I think, uh, you know, um, I'm going to roll with the loose cans. I think this is a really tight game. Um, and I think it's a really tight game part because, you know, uh, no move is made by, by Mike Ryan to, to shore up that, that bye week he has sitting there in his lineup. And anytime you're not starting a complete lineup, I, I I'm going to be like inclined to pick against you. Um, don't get me wrong. Burks has gotten nothing so far, but I think that they're both on the waiver wires anywhere where places you could fill that and try to get five points. Um, and he didn't, I think it's a type of game that's going to be decided by little points. So uh, he's going to need some big weeks. Don't get me wrong. The Najee Harris touchdown. That's big. Uh, Najee Harris, that's already big. Um, and he's, you know, if he gets to like 15 points, that's huge. Yeah. I think we'll see Zach Charbonnet moved into that. I think that's his flex spot. Um, or he can move wide receivers around and make that his flex spot. But that means uh, literally there's no other depth on his team. IR yeah. players are players on by. So I didn't see Charbonnet. Zach, That's the only player you Zach can. Charbonnet moves in. Um, but over on Manny Young's side, I, I think it's interesting. I, I thought, you know, Zach Moss was playing his way into getting traded, uh, but might just keep getting 10 to 15 carries a game. The, you know, he's been quite productive uh, thus far this year. And, um, you know, Saquon Barkley back. And you got to assume full health. He got 36 carries last week. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think this will be a close one. Um, the site has it 59 41 in favor of the loose cannons, but I'm going to go with the Dr. Funke's hundred percent natural fun time band uh, team here and, and go Arlington darlings uh, to, to eke out the win. And finally, last but not least, what I guess is our game of the week, two, five and three teams again, going at it 
two of the highest scoring teams in the league. And I think that's why it is the game of the week. Frederick Scrubs, Joe's Primo team, two favorites um, and and uh, a lot riding on this for both teams. Um, you, you look up and down the lineup and, and Joe's Primo team, the thing that, that, that screams out here right from the get is can they get over the Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle buys, right? Can Do they have replacements? Now, for Kittle, I think they do have replacements, right? You do have tight ends that can get you points. It's not going to be as many points, maybe, but um, there, there are replacements. But how do you deal with, uh, right, um, with Christian McCaffrey? You're basically replacing him right now with nothing, right? With, with Michael Carter's nothing. is just really nothing. So, so that's a big gap to get over on the other side we've already talked about what i think frederick scrubs are going through um uh, they've they've you know have some big time players um but then they also have players that have been kind of handicapped a little bit tj hawkins and jordan addison how much are they hurt by kirk cousins being out and the quarterback flux that we're seeing over there um and 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 how does that play out so so what do you make of this game i think right now the site has it huge favors for frederick scrubs 96 to 4 percent is that too much? Is that too much first? Um, is there a route that Joe's Primo team can ride their their star players and Tua, Brees Hall, Brandon, you know, Terry McLaurin to something? It seems to me like the site might be onto something here. Um Dallas defense uh for Joe's Primo team, a, a team that's been carrying them all year, seriously carrying them all year. 42 points in the first week. Um I'm going to rattle you off two sets of numbers. You tell me what's different, okay? 14 points, 30 points, 17 points, okay? And then two points, negative one point, and six points. The difference there, the first set of numbers, the big set of numbers, when Dallas plays at home. The yep. small set of numbers when Dallas is on the road. This week at Philly. Well, you skipped one back. big old road game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I skipped week one. I, I, I kind of threw that as an outlier. That was it. But anyway, you know, stats are how you spin them, Drew. You've got to, you've got to do that. So I expect Dallas to not put up double digit or, or you know, thirty plus points this week. And and I think it is a blowout. I think Frederick Scrubs, um, kind of puts their stamp back. Hey, don't forget about me. And um, again, very unlucky for Alex, but I. I think this team might put up the second most points in the league. And, you know, I think the playoffs. I, I think a more poignant way of putting that would have been, you know, saying, you know, the Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, the LA Rams versus, um, you know, teams like San Francisco, the Chargers, um, the Cardinals being maybe an outlier. Right. <laughs> But going up against Philadelphia, there's not a team that that good that Dallas defense has gone up against and looked like they did against those bad teams. It's Philadelphia. There's no. It seems hard pressed for them to be putting up um, 20 points plus. Um, and I think he's really going to need something like that from Dallas defense to win this game. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, we both have the same talk. same same thing. Yeah. Let's talk side pot. Who won last week? What do we have this week? Last week, uh, I think you said an update to the group, and it stood. Rick Sachs from Russell Wilson uh, was uh, the the side part award winner, and as you mentioned before, um, week's highest scoring team. Uh, you know me for whatever that's worth. I might miss the playoffs, but at least I've made a couple weeks worth of money. You know that's nice, and I've won one side pot. I feel good about it. And now we're holding. Now my computer is going slow. 
Uh, do you need me to tell you what this week's prize is? I sure don't. I sure don't. Um, because I know right here what it is, and I knew this already. I forgot. I forgot because I'm setting my lineup accordingly. It's uh, I it's it's a uh, what's it called again? Uh, let's go eat a damn snack. Let's go eat a damn snack. I forget whose quote that is, but I thought it was funny. Um, uh, it's uh, heaviest starting lineup. That's it. You heard it right. And going by according to RT Sports. That's it. That's all we're doing. I could tell it to you right after games are finished. There's no hard thing. All I got to do is calculate the numbers on this one, which is a little bit uh, of work. Sure. But at least it's easy work that I could do anytime I want. Um, heaviest starting lineup. I'm going to warn you. I'm starting two tight ends this week. I'm starting DK Metcalf this week. That's a heavy starting lineup. <laughs> Dave. You know, you've got to scout your kickers. You know, you had to go out there earlier this year. You had to look at the side pot prizes and you had to say, who's the thickest kicker out there? You There's know, no Janikowski. A lot. You have to go out there and find your heavy kicker. That's what's going to separate you. Look, in past years, I think this is definitely um, a prize that Evan would win. But Evan playing for something this year. So this, this is wide open. Um, I... I'm going to go with fancy footwork. I think there's a team. Yeah. I think there's a team that's tanking. I think there's a team that's going to look at it and uh, make the right swaps. I don't know. I'm just picking a team here. I mean, he's got, you know, um, Mo Ali Cox sitting on that bench. And let me tell you, Mo Ali Cox is 267. Put that man in. <laughs> Put that man in <laughs> your lineup. I know it's a shame that you got rid of 235. Um, DK Metcalf is yeah, probably Benchy, 187. He's no, out of there. Get that man <laughs> out of the lineup. Knox, get him get out of that lineup. Head. Get Gabe, Gabe Davis back in that lineup. You know, now look, I, I do have a question. You you said it's going to be easy for you, but there's a few players. You know, if you click on Chris Rodriguez Jr., you know, RT Sports says he weighs zero pounds. So there, there might be some homework you have to do. I don't think you can just go straight off the site. All right, if it's if it's clearly BS, we're not going straight off the site. Otherwise, we're going off. And Chris Rodriguez, why are you doing that to me? Um, we'll see. You know what, Fancy? No, this is on you. You're tanking. Get that man out of your lineup. Put someone who got some weight on him. Oh man, that's it for, might that's for talking be... shit about us. See, I I think it's gonna be Virginia grounded pound. <laughs> I think Tim's actually done this already. He's got some heavy big boys in there, doesn't he? He's got some big boys. I don't know, though. I'm telling you, I got two tight ends. That helps. Yeah, no, I think Dawson Knox is going to go back in this lineup on IR, but still waiting. You got to put Dawson. 254. Yeah, get those big boys in there. I mean, A.T. Perry, is, he's not that big. It sounds like a guy who'd have a big, you know, who'd weigh a lot. But he, I don't know, man. He's got he's got some weight to put on his, his lineup. But I know, I know one guy on my team – Pretty sure Gibson's a, a pretty big boy. He's a thick boy. Mm. Austin Eckler's got some legs on him. I got to get Kadarius Tony. He's coming out of the lineup, you know, for DK Metcalf. That's uh, this plus, is a good one. That's plus forty. Nick, that's Nick plus forty pounds. Let me tell you, pounds. dude. I got a big kicker too. Daniel Carlson's two fifteen, <laughs> baby. <laughs> two fifteen. Like that's not bad. There's some one sixty seven kickers out there. My backup's one ninety five. Nah, get out of there. You know. Mm-hmm. I want to put Darnell okay. Parham in there because he's, but no, my, my two tight ends are bigger than him. So, but, you know, max tight ends. This really is that flex position. Can you maximize the meat 
No, flex position. That's what it's about. This is what the people asked for when yeah, they wanted this... Goofy to Goofy once. This is it. This is the epitome of it. I think this is the one where I finally found the sweet spot of what people were actually looking for when they said this random. This is good. This is great. All right. Well, that's it, boys. Put yeah. the meat in your lineup. We expect it. You know, Streets Meats is your name. Live up to it. A bad time since um but maybe i can flip that script a little bit yeah um and i'm coming out of my draft and i've been doing just fine gotta gotta do well because i want it all it started out with a trade how did it end up like this it was only a trade it was only a trade now i'm watching the game but i'm scoring nothing